0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: The show that we talk about life's problems That may break tear our hearts apart On Reconnect My Heart We'll discuss God's answers To life's problems To reconnect our hearts back To the way he originally made us I'm your host, Brother Pray. I'm so glad you're able to join us If you have any questions, comments or If you just want to listen to the show Feel free to call me at 516-453-9118 That's 516 453 453 Or you can go online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Also, for those who are on social media, you can go on Facebook Live, which is on my uh, Facebook name, Brother Prater. You can go on my page and you can see me. You can also chat with me, if you like uh, Brother Prater, on Facebook, YouTube Live, or Periscope. Also, for those who are one of the chat room, you can go to the chat room, which is on our website, www.blogtalkradio.com. You can send your questions, comments, or prayer requests. I would like to say a huge hello, hello, hello. To my church family, True Believers Tabernacle Church, while Senior Pastor, Pastor Oda Slogan, if you're ever in the Dallas Fort Worth area, feel free to come worship with us. We are at 4204 Cardinal Drive, Dallas, Texas, 75216. Once again, I want to thank each and everyone who are tuning in and thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued prayers and support. I know today is very, very, very important for football fans. Today is the big game. Matter of fact, I believe it's on. I believe it's still on. But I thank you all for uh, taking the time out and joining us on Reconnect My Heart. I hope that you all had an awesome Sunday. I want to say hello to those who are watching online. my nephew Jay, Jerry Predator Jr., also Anastasia, Anastasia, Miss Takesha, Miss Takesha, Miss Jackson, Miss Jackson, Miss Jackson. I want to thank each and every one and many others. I can't see right now who's all on, but I see a, a, a few of y'all. Um, very, very glad for y'all catching us here on uh, Reconnect My. Now, last week, my intentions were to talk about this particular subject, but because of the death of basketball great Kobe Bryant, I felt the need to uh, speak about uh, not just the man of the uh, basketball player, the father, but I saw that the world was hurt. I saw that There was a hurt that medicine couldn't cure, that alcohol, drugs, nor sex could help. The world was grieving. And so I felt the need for us to push back on the topic that we're discussing tonight. I felt the need to talk about that this Sunday instead of last Sunday. So I thank you all for your uh, patience and prayers. So, On today, have you ever desired someone so badly that you pray and plead or even plea bargain with God? Then years later, you see that that person, you see that person and you realize, wow, you're so glad that God didn't answer your prayers. Well, sometimes we Think we know what's best for us, but God knows what's best and be and get this God knows what's ahead for our lives, God knows what's ahead within our future. So on today's show we're gonna talk about dating the type of person that you need. Avoid the incompatibility, avoiding the incompatibility, also, what do we do when God says no? So we're going to talk about that and much more in the episode called, When the love you want ain't the love you need. (laughs) When the love you want ain't the love you need. What happened when God says that ain't the one? Hmm. Being real with you, I thought about that topic and I was like, wow. Those that know me, I believe in being very transparent. I'm not the type of person that um hide behind a rock. Those that know me, yes, I'm a minister, I'm in law enforcement, I'm a father. But also, being room, I'm a young man that loved the Lord, a young man that loved God's people. But also, I'm a young man that went through heartbreak, heartache, divorce, whatever you want to call it. Just by every type of situation pertaining to love, I've been in it. Now, a lot of times, especially, we're going to talk about removing the stigma also, because the first thing people look at, especially being real, especially being a young black man that's single or went through a divorce, mm, what did you do? Oh, well, you know, all men are the same. Listen here, we're going to get rid of that stigma. And also the stigma of all women are the same. Let's get rid of that stigma we're going to talk about being real and being transparent. A lot of times we hold on to our hurt and we mask it towards somebody else. So, a lot of times, even pertaining to love and pertaining to dating, the first thing we got to do is be real with ourselves. As Lord, holding on to that mask actually that's what a hypocrite is the word hypocrite actually come from a theatrical um, a theatrical play being a mask wearer so we're not going to be a hypocrite today we're going to be real and be transparent and that's the way for God to come in and heal us because the way we've been trying to self-medicate ourselves it ain't working We are in denial of truth. A lot of times we are in denial of getting the help that God wants us to have. And this is why we want us to be able to be real and transparent so we can allow God to help us. God's not going to help us if we don't acknowledge that we need help. But also what we're going to do, we're going to give God everything because a lot of times we try to self-diagnose ourselves we end up missing areas and we end up walking away untreated and we end up dying in the relationship that we're trying to pursue but most importantly the relationship that we should have with God and also the relationship that we should have with ourselves so we want to be real with that now when I thought about that
2: the love that we want.
1: We gotta first find out. Be real. What do we want? What are we looking for in a relationship? What are we looking for in a relationship? Now, get this. You may have some characteristics or some some things that you may desire in a relationship. That's fine and dandy. One of the things I always like to tell people. Those that know me, I write stuff down. I'm I'm a writer. A journalist, whatever you want to call it. I found writing things down, it actually helps us when it comes down to making decisions. Because a lot of times our mind is so clouded. Matter of fact, I thought about something. As I'm talking, I'm going to walk away from the camera for a second. That's I got to get. So, in the meantime of us talking, in the meantime of us asking ourselves, what in the world? We want what in the world are we looking for? We're looking and asking ourselves for characteristics. We're looking for, thank you, Lord. We look at characteristics, which are good, but it has to be realistic. We look for characteristics, we look at traits that we're looking for in a spouse. Uh, first of all, by this being a Christian podcast. I want us to be real. When it comes to dating nothing with dating. Nothing wrong with dating. But dating should lead to somewhere. Ultimately marriage. This is what I want to talk about. I'm not talking about, well, you know, friends for benefits and no, I'm not I'm not discussing that as far as to, to. Now we'll bring it up later on. But the goal is not just having friends with benefits. We're talking about dating in hopes of becoming married or dating that person to see if they're eligible or qualified for marriage. So when it comes down to looking at the characteristics, should have in your mind before you actually have a person in mind. What are your desires? What are you looking for? And along with looking at what you're looking for, like I said, I'm a journalist. And what I wanted to bring up, this is something that I wrote. God gave me the idea through stayed next door to us. Her name is Matter of fact, she's on my Facebook page Miss Dorothy Atman I worked at the grocery store and her kids went to school. Actually, her kids grew up with us along with some married my cousin but she challenged me about something she told me because I was praying at the time, I believe I was maybe 20 or something like 19 or 20 asked me when they come down to uh, dating, did I tell God what I want? I tell God what I want? I said, yeah, I told him what I want. But in the Bible, it tells us the scripture says, write the vision and be plain. And so when she challenged me, it made me think I've told God what my desires were, but I never wrote down what my desires were. So in 92, maybe I believe it was 92, she challenged me to start writing down pertaining to what I was looking for in a wife. So this is my personal spiral, my personal spiral that I wrote. So what I did always start off with scripture. I wrote down scriptures that I'm standing on. And then I wrote down what I was looking for in a wife, something like a that everybody reading, but some things I was looking for in a wife, and we we're talking about uh, characteristics, and of course, ultimately, safe committable, And along with what I was looking for in a wife, what I was looking for, and like I said, this is me looking at courting or dating, leading to marriage. And so, doing that, I wrote down what I was looking for in a wife, in a girlfriend, with your wife. And along with what I was looking for, I was looking for uh, God's daughter, spiritual daughter. But later on in my spiral, after I wrote down everything what I was desiring out of my wife, God challenged me to write down in the later on in the spiral of what my wife was desiring out of her husband. So, in other words, the same charge that I was having toward my wife, my potential wife, but I also realized that she had the same charge with her potential husband. So, in other words, it was twofold. So, I just wanted to disclose that before I forgot in this episode. So, And realizing, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? We should have, like I said, some things in place. This will actually help us so that way we won't end up compromising our values, compromising our morals, our ethics. Because when you have something in place, it's just like having a business, and you have the rules and regulations they're guiding you and you govern yourself according to the rules and regulations of the company. But if you don't have anything in place for your company, then what happens, then you become a reactive company where you just fly off the whim. And then there's no boundaries that is set. So as soon as you're able to establish some boundaries before, a potential mate comes, then it helps you to hold yourself accountable, responsible. But when you don't have anything in place, then what happens, you end up going on the journey. Sometimes you end up going too far or you're compromising, like I said, your values, but most importantly, your heart. And what happens, you end up getting into a relationship that sometimes there may be some incompatibility, but you don't want to leave. Because your heart has invested into a person that may not be compatible with you. So for us to be able to talk about it, we have to be able to look at it and be real. What are we looking for? So when we're looking looking for love, when we're looking for love, there's an old song that says looking for love in all the wrong places. That's a song. It's a secular song, but it's a true song because a lot of times when we're looking for a mate, sometimes we'll go here, go there, but when you don't have some type of foundation of what you're looking for, who you're looking for, what type of person you're looking for, you end up it's about selling for someone that may not be best suited for you or you choosing someone that you might not be best suited for. So, like I always say it's it's twofold. You have to be honest with yourself, not only be honest with the person, but being honest with yourself. So looking at if there is someone, and, like I said, we've already looked at we're we're looking at we' already looked at what we're looking for. we see the characteristics we already have in place the characteristics of a person and all this stuff. But now what happens when there's somebody that is catching our attention, somebody that may be on the radar, someone that, we hmm, I want to put through that person. There's a person of interest. I always like the word, a person of interest that we see there may be a potential candidate for our love. So what do we do? A lot of times we don't listen to, to what they're saying. We're not listening or observing who they are. A lot of times we're looking at who we want them to be uh sometimes we'll listen to them, but we're not listening to listen we're not listening to not only what they're saying. we can hear what they're saying, but we're not listening to what they're not saying and so now we see someone. That may be our physical type. Because like I always say, look here, there's nothing wrong with being attracted to someone. But the main thing is, you got to understand something that is very crucial. There are always consequences to our choice. So with that being said, there's a person of interest. And we have to understand that the person that we see Even though we may physically see someone, that's not the totality of who they are. You know, we always we always say this, you know, we as human beings are the only creature that God created and live in the two different worlds at the same time. We are made body, soul, and spirit. So when we meet a person, not only are you realizing that you are body, soul, and spirit living in two different words at the same time but also you have to understand that person of interest that you see. you may be quote unquote physically attractive attracted to them but you have to understand that when you see them you have to understand that this is the type of person that you can handle if it's the type of person that you really want to be hmm you be because like I said, When you deal with a person, you see them in the physical, but also there's a spiritual world and a spirit that they have. And you have to understand who they are is beyond what you physically see. See, a person is more on who you don't see versus what you see. Like I said, have you noticed people? I say, if you ever went to a room, ever went to a place of business, and you're like, hmm, some don't feel right. There's an aura.
0: It's some,
1: I don't know. I feel like something to pop off, or somebody walk into a room like,
3: hmm, that person has
1: a bad spirit, a bad aura. You have to understand, everybody has that. We call it an aura, but in actuality, it's a spirit. Everybody has a spirit. We are spiritual beings that's operating in a physical world. So you have to understand everybody possesses that. But like I said, when you are interested in someone, you have to understand not just the physical implications, but the spiritual implications. The physical, the mental, or emotional, that's the soul but they're also the spirit.
2: So with that, there are people
1: that you may be interested in, mm. but you have to understand, even though you may observe them, you may check them out, but you have to ask yourself, do you see them fitting into your world? Do they fit into your world? But also reversing it. Do you fit into today's world? So being responsible enough to ask yourself, Hmm, does this person fit in the perfect plan that God has for me? A lot of times, let's be real. A lot of times, they really don't. I'm not saying no does, say that doesn't but a lot of times we're looking at love. Based upon what we see, and also who we want them to be. Sometimes, remember this: people can talk a good game. People can sell themselves. People are not going to talk down upon themselves. When they trying to pursue someone, and they see that hey, this thing got potential where I can come up. This person has something that I need or that I desire. Remember this: you have to take inventory not just of the person you may be interested in, but also taking personal interest and taking personal inventory of yourself. A lot of times we end up getting ourselves in a what's called incompatible relationship because not only we don't know who we are, but we don't know who or what we possess. We don't really know more about us. And so unfortunately, the other person know more about us, and what happened. They see that they can come up on us. They hmm, this person can be an asset. This person I can benefit from. So guess what? They end up recruiting us into their heart, so to speak. Not for love, but for
4: convenience.
1: But we interpret it as, oh, love. See, we love them, but they tolerate us. We love them, but they don't want to use us. We see what we can put into them, but they see what they can take from us. And unfortunately, when we be in that kind of relationship, we end up getting hurt, getting used. And this is what caught my attention. A lot of times we have even allowed a past-felt relationship to make. Us give up on love, but this is something that God gave me. I want to share with you. He gave this to me earlier. He said, Wow, see, get this. I can put a super unlimited premium gas in a non working car and it won't go nowhere. <laughs> Will that mean something wrong with the gas? No, the gas, like I said premium, unleaded, super unleaded gas in a non-working car, it's not going to go anywhere. Was it the gas? No, it was not the gas. It was the car. See, I love is a premium gas that we put in that non-working car. And a lot of times, there's nothing wrong with the gas. In other words, there's nothing wrong with your love, but it's who's putting it within. So you have to start examining. You. In other words, you got to be a better steward of putting your gas in a working vehicle that's going somewhere. We have to stop putting our gas, our love, in vehicles that's parked on the curb. We have to ask God to help us to be better stewards with the gas, the heart, the love that we have because our hearts are valuable. I don't know if there's anybody that purposely want to go into a relationship hoping that they get their heart broken, hoping that they get used. And like I said, this podcast is talking about courting leading up to marriage. Because to be honest with you, right now decision, the wrong decision is more cost down than ever before. So what you have to look at, you have to look at when it comes down to looking at the type of person that you're looking for. The me, the type of person that you may be desiring. Ask yourself Are your goals or your desires are they realistic? And they could be realistic. But now you have somebody in your view, in your radar, you have realistic hopes, realistic desires or characteristics that you have written down pertaining to your potential spouse. You have realistic hopes and dreams that you're asking God about, but now there's somebody that may be to your attention, but you have to ask yourself, do you already see this in place with them? And a lot of times we have realistic hopes, realistic dreams, but we see somebody and we choosing them not based upon what they possess, but we judging them or we're basing everything based upon their potentials. And that's the wrong thing you can do. Listen, everybody got potentials, but that doesn't mean that they're going to use it. But it's not your decision. It's not your responsibility to make somebody reach for their potential. Listen, now, when it comes down to ministering or mentorship, yes, that is good for you to be able to try to help the person, build them up, whatever. That's fine and dandy, but not pertaining to matter of the heart. Also, get this, in mentorship, they're the same sex, so if there's someone that you may see that may, uh, they need to reach their potential. Listen, what you need to do, you need to refer them to someone of the same sex, and leave your heart, leave yourself out of it, because if you don't, what happened? You end up getting emotionally invested into them, and you send them around with hopes and dreams, and any time there might be a smidget of Hmm, improvement, what do you do? You take that as a sign from God. Ooh, God is answering my prayers. You end up giving your heart to somebody that ain't, I'm not going to say ain't worth it. I'll just say you're wasting your time. You know, God made everybody. Like I said, everybody got potentials, but that doesn't mean that they're going to use it. So, what we have to do We have to realize when it comes down to matters of the heart, we have to be responsible. Like I said, examine ourselves because, to be honest with you, each and every one of us has different things that we may like, different things that we may be hmm, desiring in person. And this may be kind of comical for some people. I'm just going to throw this out there. Like I said, people that know me, I don't mind throwing myself under the bus. One of the things. This is me. Some people, some people love a young lady that may have this feature, this feature. Some young ladies may love a guy that have, you know, a different feature, whatever. This is me. Now, me desiring a young lady that's intelligent, like, like I said, godly, intelligent. But there's a characteristic, I ain't going to say the characteristic, but there's a uh, an appearance I love to a young lady and those that know me when they hear me talk about it they just fall out laughing but i am attracted to a young lady with a beautiful nose oh my goodness i am a nose man yes i am yes oh my goodness yes 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 child look here i almost cut a sermon short because i saw a pretty nose Yes, <laughs> but anyway, that that might be a trait that I like, a pretty nose. I love noses, but then there are some people love eyes, or some people love teeth, but me, there might be a young lady that may have a beautiful nose, but I have to understand that nose does not define who she really is. Because who she is, she may have a pretty nose when everything is going well. But when she becomes angry, what happens? She may be the type that like to steal. What if she has some? Look here. What if she not, what if she not saved? When I was a kid, um, I don't remember. I, you know what? I was in high school. I think thinking ninth grade. Young lady I liked. But I found out. I found out something. She was not a Christian. She actually, get this, she actually said she hate going to church. She don't believe in God. But she have to go to church. Her family made her go to church, and she would go twice a year. Now, should I pursue her? Before you answer, she had a beautiful nose. Oh, yes. She had a look, nose. It was just, oh. I can still see it today. But even if she had the nose of my dreams, she would have been the woman in my nightmare. We were very incompatible. So I had to accept, look beyond the nose, and look at who she really was. So we have to accept. When we see a person, we have to understand If we close our eyes and listen to who they are, God will reveal if we ask him. Because like I said, God knows where we're going in our life. God knows our hopes, our dreams, our purpose. So we have to look beyond what we see. See, ask yourself, this might get me in trouble with some people, but. I don't care if it's going to help, then it's going to help. There are some ladies that are watching right now. They are sweet little young ladies. But you know what they like? They love them bad boys. They love them thugs. a love thug in their life. But then when they end up getting into a relationship with a thug, they end up getting hurt. They end up putting up with mess that God did not ordain for them to go through. But we have to realize, we have to realize thug love come with thug consequences. Listen, street love, roughnecks come with roughneck consequences. But see, a lot of times people think, well, you know, I can help them get better. All they need is just someone that will help them, and the big I hear it all the time. I hear somebody, I'm not going my name, but someone famous once said, the right man will change for the right woman. That ain't your responsibility to change no man. Listen, if you don't listen to God, what make you think he going to listen to you? And what you got between your legs ain't going to make no man change for the good. In actuality, that's making you be subject to something that God did not make you. Cause so I want you to understand that you have to accept the person how they are. Listen, if they're not the type of person that you want when you meet them, why stick around hoping on potential? Get this: there is no aftermarket accessories when it comes down to love. God is the manufacturer, and if God won't help them, if God won't change them, if they won't change for God, then why are you sticking around thinking that they're going to change for you? Like I said, there is no aftermarket, aftermarket accessories pertaining to matters of the heart. Anytime you end up allowing yourself, to be someone's coach in a relationship. Get this. You're trying to work on the person and the relationship that's parenting. You know where you already know that they're not compatible with you. So why are you staying there?
2: Oh! Hmm.
1: You're trying to make them someone that you want them to be. But instead of them becoming the person that God wants them to be. Also oh, so in other words, taking the place of God. Ultimately, you know what's going to happen? Either you're going to end up controlling them or eventually what's going to happen, they're looking at it as not as love, but as self-improvement for somebody else. See, you have to understand, like I said, this is pertaining to Dating. I'm not speaking about marriage. We're talking about dating. If, I hear this all the time, is so many women that are ride or die women for the wrong guy. You're settling, hoping, sitting at the dark of the bank, waiting and hoping, anticipating that he gonna change. You already know that he was a dog when you met him. When you met him, he was always Get Oh my gosh, somebody right now watching, they're with a friend, they allowing themselves to be friends with benefits, and they already had an agreement, hey, look here, I ain't pursuing a relationship, we're just doing my thing. Okay, well, that's fine with me. And you end up becoming that friend with benefit, but you try trying to convince him that you're more than a friend. you Trying to convince well I'm the type of woman that you really need. That's called witchcraft. That's called manipulation. In other words, you have allowed yourself to be emotionally attached when it's already said in the beginning of the cause. He ain't trying to pursue anything beyond sex you. So since that's already been established in his mindset, why are you torturing yourself trying to work on something to con- con- convince C O N convince him that you are the one? Friends with benefits simply means I'm having sex with you until I find somebody better. That's what it Let's be real. That's what it is. You know, I'm doing my thing, I'm sowing my oath until I see someone that I really want to be with. Because right now, I don't, see, I don't mind being with you sexually. I just don't want to be with you emotionally. <laughs> That's what it is. So when it boils down to it, ask yourself, what in the world do you want? Why are you with somebody who really don't want you? Now, get this. You pursuing somebody, you may you may be the type of lady that love, you cater, you do all the you're a wife material. But wife material should make sure that she understands who she is and what she possesses, and also seek after the kind of guys that are responsible enough to respect that. And nurture that. See, a lot of the a lot of the women, and I'm I'm not omitting the guys, but there are so many young ladies. They'll think just getting any kind of man, any kind of boy, would help if I love him enough, if I put the sex on him enough, it's going to help him to be the man that God wants me to
3: have. No, it's not.
1: You have to understand the type of environment also of where you meet your people at. Not only a physical environment, but a spiritual environment, an emotional environment. You have to understand where you met him at in the stage of his life, where he at, that's him. I'm going to say it like this. You can't go to a gay bar looking for a straight man. What do I mean by that? if you walk into a gay boy and you see all guys up in there, you can pretty much bet that either they are straight gay or bisexual, but you can't go in there trying to convert somebody when that's the environment that they like that they like. you can't make him stop look if you met him there. You have to continue to let him be there because that's him. And not just a gay ball, but even a nightclub. You met a guy at the strip club. Well, you met him at the strip club, and you got his number. Now, after you, you know, spoke to him a little bit, you don't want him to no longer go to the strip club. Well, Ashley, and you could be saved and love the Lord and go to church. But who is wrong? Is it him going to the strip club or is it you trying to make him stop going to the strip club it's you you have to accept this is the type of person that they are before you came to the scene so you have to leave right where they at in other words you try to take them out of their elements and you're wrong one of the things that we always say in a incompatible relationship it's just like a bird trying to marry a fish. A bird trying to marry a fish. Listen, if they get married, start dating, get married, where are they going to live at? Are they going to live in the nest with air or are they going to live in the sea with water? See, if the bird lives with the fish, the bird is going to drown because the bird can't survive in water. But if the fish try to live in the nest with the birds, the the fish is going to die because he needs water. In other words, he's out of his element. So with you, you have to ask yourself, if the person that I'm considering pursuing or accepting in my life, am I taking them out of the element or am I going out of my elements? Am I going out of my habitat? That's what you have to understand. Get this. We hear about, well, you know, um, they it, it may be love or I may be attracted to someone. Attract, attraction. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with it because, like I said, each person, get this. God made us where we can be attracted to someone. That's fine and dandy. That's fine and dandy. But also, you have to understand, even with that attraction, we have to understand, where is it going? We have to understand, like I said, seeing beyond what we see. With that attraction, we have to understand. Sometimes our bodies, our my, our senses, our physical senses, and this do- this doesn't mean that you're sinning, but our physical senses will sometimes gravitate to something or someone that's not healthy for us. Excuse me, but you have to be emotionally and mentally responsible to acknowledge that. I'm oh sorry about that. Let me let me give you this example. Did you know that our bodies breathe in oxygen? You know that. Okay. Our bodies breathe in oxygen. Oxygen is what we need to survive. But get this. Your body needs oxygen to survive, to live. But I found out oxygen is great. It's, it's a great, quote, unquote, gas. Oxygen is gas. It's a great gas for our bodies to produce, to uh, to live. But there's a gas that our bodies would gravitate to more than oxygen. It's carbon monoxide. Uh, carbon dioxide, I'm sorry. Carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide. I'm getting mixed up. Dioxide, monoxide. Get this. It's the gas, it's the odorless gas that you inhale. Get this. Your body will gravitate that three times more than oxygen. So if your body have oxygen right here, three times more oxygen right here. If your body is between oxygen and dioxide. It will choose dioxide. But get this, your body, it actually, it'll gravitate to that, that poisonous gas. It's a poisonous, odorous gas. It will fill your cells quickly and kill you in your sleep. But your body will gravitate gravitate to that more and faster than oxygen. But your body needs oxygen to survive. If you notice, your teeth, your desire, when you're hungry, you're more prone to get junk food than something healthy. Why? Because our senses will gravitate sometimes to junk. In other words, we have to train ourselves what we need. A baby don't come in here on this earth knowing everything. No, it has to be trained. Same thing pertaining to matters of the heart. People say, well, I can't help my love. Yes, you can. You can help who you love. See, ultimately, love is based upon one thing. What the major thing. Trust. Trust. Love is based upon Trust. Well, I love him. Some, I've heard some people, they end up getting into a relationship, and they end up being cheated on, lied to, and all this stuff, having babies outside their courtship. How about you leave it? Well, I love it. No, you don't love him. You just have feelings for him. Most of the time, it's feeling sorry. And also, sometimes, not just feeling sorry, but sometimes it's not being mature enough or responsible enough to say, I want out. In other words, you don't move on. You would rather wait and hoping that that person move on versus you in it. No. Just say, you know what? Thank you, but it's over. And forget about, well, I invested so much time. The worst thing you could do is spend one extra day in a relationship that ain't working. So that's something you have to realize. I always tell people, if you say, well, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know, uh, 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 what am I supposed to do? Well, you know, I can't help who I love. Yes, you can. Just like a baby is trained how to walk, you can train your heart how to. Also, you can train your heart who to love because love is not based upon the physical. Like I said, you have to look at the whole totality of a person. You have to look at what they bring to the table. they bring it to the table more than they looks. They're bringing to the table everything that not only that you don't see that you see, but everything that you don't see. They bring it to the table everything get this. They bring in everything that they possess not only their self as a company but also the company that they have within their circle or their connection. So you have to under you have to ask yourself, is this type of person good for me? And like I said, can you train hard? Yes you can. I'm gonna give you some examples. This is kind of a visual So for those who watching online,
2: I'm gonna show you pictures.
1: I have the camera looking right here. Okay. What do you think about this person right here? If you see this person, just based on the picture, what do you think about this? Hmm. Somebody might be interested
2: in him. Okay. Now we've seen that person. Now this person is
1: Larry. Larry Jackson, he was allegedly he was allegedly uh, someone who robbed the bank seven banks, and he's serving fifty years in prison. Also, he has four kids, and he doesn't pay child support or anything. Also uh he's known to break up with all his girlfriends. He was known as a promiscuous young man. Now
2: what do you think about him now? Different okay. Go on else. Okay, this person right here. This person right here. Hmm look over. Okay.
1: Yes or no? No, okay. Well, let's talk about this person. This person is a um he owns a forty five hundred company and he's worth more than thirty million dollars. Also, this person is a uh single father, two girls and he's Involved in this girl's life now.
2: Hmm, what do you think about you now?
1: May look a little
2: different, huh? Maybe more appealing to. It. Okay. Also, let's go with.
1: We're going right here. We're gonna go with this right here. Let's see, I'm gonna choose for the. I'm gonna choose for the women. Jud for the guys, I'm sorry, okay, well, it's not going on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I see if I can get back oh there it is there it is, okay, I'll see if I can get back see if I can get back with the uh see if I can get back for the guys my Computer acting a little bit. Well, anyway,
2: okay, right here for the guys. What about this young lady? Oh, pretty smile, huh? Guess what? She got that nose.
1: (laughs) Well, what do you think about her? Okay. Well, just looking at her. Young lady, uh, Sharika Williams, um, she robbed several banks, and she served time, uh, like, 20 years. Now she looks a little different. Huh? Well, all these people that I'm showing, these are not actual people. So for those that may know these people, um, they're fictitious people. But I said it to say this. The reason why I brought it up because when I show you the image of a person, hmm, you may have had an idea of well, I might pursue that person, but then when I begin the story talking about the person's character, then it made you either change the way you saw that person or it affirmed what you saw about that person. So, in other words, a lot of times when we see a person, we see only with our senses, the eyes, but we need to start doing, we need to ask God to help us discern who a person really is. Like I always say, we have to understand, when it comes down to matters of the heart, we invest so little in choosing or examining the people for our heart. We spend more time in investing within a house, within a call, we'll even take physical exams, some of us take physical exams once a year, maybe even twice a year, examining your body, examining yourself, but we don't examine the potential person that we may choose for our heart. And that's doing a disservice, not only to ourselves, but also to them. We have to be more responsible pertaining to matters of the heart. So, like I said, even though these people, they might have been good outstanding people, good upstanding people, but like I said, when you start understanding a person's character, their ethics, their mindset, but also their decision-making, sometimes either their decision-making or even resolving conflict. That's something that we have to definitely understand about a person. How do they resolve conflict? Or if you want to call it problem solving. Some people, they don't solve problems. They don't desire to fix problems. Some people, they run from the problems. Or we look at it as running from responsibilities. Some people, when it comes down to the hard nose of in the trials of life. You have to have somebody on your team that's committed, not just committed to you, but committed to the team. They have to be committed to you under any circumstances. Now, when I say any circumstances, that means when it comes down to hard times. Now, I'm not talking about something that you created, well, you know, I cheated on her. No, you know what? That's the time they need to abandon ship. Like I said, this is pertaining to courtship, not marriage. But also, we got to stop giving people wife benefits in a relationship. Then we need to quit giving boyfriends husband benefits. We need to quit giving girlfriends wife benefits, especially when they have not earned it. Now, like I said, ultimately, we're talking about sex Before marriage, needs to wait. Sex within marriage, sex within marriage is the key. In other words, we talk about abstinence. Abstinence. You don't want to allow yourself to be uh, sexually involved because when you become sexually involved, it clouds your judgment. When you become emotionally, you begin to start making soulish decisions or emotional decisions instead of spiritual decisions. Also, you want to make sure that everything is done God's way. Not your way, but God's way. But also, I will say this. Just in case they challenge you with, well, you know, uh, uh, I need to try on the shoes before I buy it. Yeah, those are shoes, but your heart is not shoes. And also, if they try to pressure you for sex leave them alone immediately and please quit saying well let's just be friends listen if they're gonna ru- if they're gonna ruin your courtship they would definitely ruin your friendships because you know what they would do they would try to sabotage every one of the people that may try to get close to you that's something you have to examine people may have a hidden agenda or motive. If they can't have you, they don't want you to be happy. So what they would do, get this, you'll you'll know if this person that used to be your girlfriend or used to be your boyfriend, if they just generally want to just be your friends, even though y'all were mature enough to say, you know what, the relationship didn't work, you know, we're going to just call them off. And if they really want to be your friends, They will be happy for you. They will celebrate you even in your success. Even if you get into another relationship that is right, they'll celebrate with no no hidden motive or agenda. Now, if you get into a relationship that ain't healthy or that ain't right, they may tell you, but you may not listen to them. So what happens? Now, well, that person, they're just hating. No, well, you know what? This person that you with now, they ain't treating you right. Or this person that you, you know, it, it, things have changed. You know, you're changing your behavior. You used to be with you know, you you were nice, and now you become angry, or now you become short-fused. You know, when they begin to, when, when people that know you and love you, I've been changing for the worst, then you have attached yourself to someone that may not be best suited for you. But the most important thing I always tell people, when you want to know if this person is right for you or not, fast and pray. Ask God to reveal everything about that person. And I promise you, if you're really sincere with God, God will reveal it. But the only thing about it, you have to be responsible enough to accept it. And see, get this, even you being in denial in the daytime, God will even tell you stuff in your sleep. God will reveal. i telling you from firsthand experience, God will reveal. I always say this prayer. God, if this is the one for me, God, you work everything out. You show, you reveal, you give me peace. But, God, if she ain't the one for me or if I'm not the one for her, God, you take the taste of her out of my mouth. God, you remove her out of my heart. I'm telling you. God will do it, but he will show you, but it's up to you to accept that. And a lot of times God shows us red flags and we run over the red flags looking for the green flags or the yellow flags. We're for the flags
2: and we're wasting our time. But along with that,
1: One of the things we have to look at, we have to look at where we're going in our life. Our, but see, each one of us, we should have a goal. We should have uh, not just pertaining to courtship, but also there should be a plan for your purpose. But also, you have to ask yourself if there's someone that may be in the picture that you may be considering. If the person, suitable for the purpose and plan that God has for me. See, what I found out, who we choose in our life says more about us than them. A lot of times we choose based upon right now conditions instead of on down the road. Now, like I said, I'm totally against saying about potential, but when someone is operating their purpose, then you know, you know what, this person got a head on their shoulder. In other words, you see consistency. You have to see consistency. And along with you, like like I said, along with you seeing it, you have to accept what you're looking at and what you're observing about them. You have to
2: ask yourself.
1: are deserving of them You know I, I, saw, I saw this Some years ago This was when Michael Jackson was alive And there was a media that was saying That everybody was getting Upset with Michael Jackson When she married When he married Lisa Marie Presley But see You have to understand At that time Michael Jackson Was the world's greatest entertainer He was number one But he was world-rounded and well-rounded. But on the other hand, you have to compare yourself with him. Were you qualified to have that type of man in your life? Or would you be the jealous type? What what you doing playing with them monkeys? What you doing buying a monkey? Look here, the monkey was in his life for you. So you can't get mad. Like I said, you have to accept the person right where they are when you met them. And if you can't accept that change that. If you can't accept that be mature enough to say, you know what, that's not the one. Also, you know, he had his big old house Neverland. You know, he had everything to his at his disposal. But you you mm-hmm. You you ain't left outside of your city limits and your vision is just like this versus he is just
2: and you just just hood minded. Come on now. Let's be
1: real. So you have to understand how to be compatibility. And I would definitely say this. Some people say well you know, opposite, opposite let's hear them. Opposites don't always attract just a rub look can frustrate the mess out of you. So you don't want somebody that you can just tolerate. You want someone that you can celebrate. You want somebody that that will celebrate you. But
2: along with that
1: you have to understand when it comes down to
2: um
1: life, when it comes down to love, you have to be able to be willing to make some adjustments. See, that person that you might, like I said, you might be, hmm, you might like that that behavior, that you know, roughneck and all that stuff, but ask yourself, why do you like those kind of guys? Okay, so they give you security? Are you looking for a guy that would give you security? Not everybody have to be a thug or a roughneck to give you security. In other words, when it comes down to defending the home if y'all married. Defending the home, protecting the home, covering the home. There are men that will do that. They don't have to, you know, throw gang signs. or every time every time you come home with a you know, you come home with something blue on, hey, 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 hey. Don't you worry that blue no more. We're not gonna worry blue. We're not wearing blue in this house. We only wearing red. We ain't wearing blue. Oh, come on now. You know, uh, every time you end up, you know, trying to talk, every other
2: person, no, no, no. See, see, everything just
1: combat Like I said, thug love has thug consequences. Roughneck love have roughneck consequences. You have to have somebody that will communicate and talk with you, but like I said, <clears throat> there are some things you may listen you may like you you might have liked that as a kid, but now you know better, you need to make some adjustments. The reason why I said that because you know when it comes down to making some adjustments, be real with yourself because there are some adjustments that are really needed in our life, and if we don't make those adjustments in our life, it can harm us. You know, um, I found this out years ago. I found out that I was allergic to seafood. And so me being allergic to seafood, I could either continue to eat seafood and die because me eating seafood, it would actually cut off my breathing. Or stop eating seafood and live. Well, that was not a hard decision. And like I said, those that know me all love seafood, but I realize I have to love my life more than my desire to eat that food. Now, I could be around people that eat seafood. it doesn't bother me. But I don't allow myself to uh, stir and oh, I just wish I don't think about the times that I used to eat seafood because I understand I can't think about it because emotionally or mentally, the devil may try to use that to tempt me to go back to something that would kill me. So when I boil down to it, you can eat fish in front of me or shrimps. That's fine and dandy. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to have my chicken fingers, and I'm going to order some honey mustard and some tartar sauce. And I just eat my chicken tenders. Well, my tartar sauce substitutes the taste of the chicken chicken fingers or chicken tenders. And it reminds me, because actually it's giving me the same, it's soothing me and it's giving me the same relief, the same benefits of when I used to eat seafood. So the thing is, there may be some people that may have been your type, but ask yourself, are they toxic to you? Ask yourself, are they harming you? Is it is it an emotional drain? Is it a spiritual drain for you to allow yourself to be in that type of company? God may be showing you that you are emotionally, mentally, spiritually alerted to them. But as you continue to be around them and allowing yourself to be around that you're slowly killing yourself. So ask yourself, well, you know, is it worth it? That's the main thing we have to ask ourselves. Is it worth it? So when you go, when you look and see the type of people that you may be interested in, you may like them, like I said, you may be attracted to them, but also, if you're attracted to someone that's not healthy for you, what you need to do, you need to set boundaries, and just like that strong stance of me not having seafood, cutting seafood out of my life, and sometimes even avoiding the atmosphere of seafood, sometimes you have to avoid the atmosphere of those that you may be attracted to to help you to give you the self discipline so that way you don't fall into temptation. Allow yourself to break free from the environment that will lure you back to where from where God is trying to get you out of. So many people end up allowing themselves to fall back or um, not backslide. But fall back into a situation that God delivered him from, and what happens when you when you go back into a situation that God delivered you from? It gets even harder to get out the next time. Ultimately, you defeated the devil this one time, but when you fall back, the devil knew that you defeated one devil and you broke free. So now you're falling back. Now the devil's gonna to try to put seven more upon you to make it more difficult so you won't go back. Excuse me, so you won't get out. So, you have to have a stance. Like I said, I had to make a decision, seafood or not, so I had to put that stance on no more seafood and cut it out of my, look, get it out of my life. That's the stance that I had to make. So, with that stance I have to make, you have to have the same mindset. Are you going to cut yourself off from the Things that you may be allergic to that may be top to your heart. The type of guys or the type of girls, young ladies that you're dealing with, or that you may be interested in. And it's no time for us to be playing house and be playing games. Life is too short. And your heart this your heart should be ready to invest into someone.
2: So See,
1: see yourself See yourself in a relationship that's honorable unto God. And if there's someone that you may have in mind, like I said, you have to look at them based on where they're at right now. <clears throat> look at them and see if this is who they are. Not for you to change them and get this. Not for them just to be saying something to get your attention. You have to see that generally who they are. And if they're not, hey, accept that. But like I said, choosing a mate for the future. choose a mate for the future.
4: See,
2: you have to accept
1: how a person feels, but also realizing you're not changing someone and if it's if it's a problem in the beginning, marriage ain't gonna fix it. Get this, sex ain't fix it. Anymore. You can't just go into a relationship and think sex is gonna solve the problem. Let me tell you something. The few minutes of thrill, that few minutes of feeling good, that's not gonna sustain any marriage. That's not gonna sustain any relationship. What's gonna happen after you get after you get done with that real? You know what's gonna happen? You're gonna feel empty. Why are you gonna feel empty? Because your soul is grieving. Your soul is hungry for true authentic love God's way. And anytime you do things outside of God's will, it will always leave you thirsty hungry in other words you're going to be going out and it's like you've eaten something and it didn't hit the spot and you continue to eat that's why fast food never fills you up fast food it put food in your stomach but it doesn't fulfill your need but when you get a full course meal that is cooked by Big Mama it hits the spot. It lasts longer, but junk food, fast food, it goes in your in your mouth, goes in your system, in your body, out of your body. It doesn't say, you know why? Cause it was not designed to sustain you. But God has loved you. That's sustainable. Sustainable. God has loved you but I want you to pursue the right type of love and relationship one thing we all say is God not going to tell you who to choose but he'll tell you and teach you how to choose you should guard your heart but not everybody is qualified for your heart that's the reason why we have to understand and teach ourselves how to love and like I said love is based upon trust do you trust that person Do you trust that person with your heart? Do you trust that person with the purpose and the plans that God has for you? Not everybody is qualified for that. But also, like I say to women, I want you to understand, you might be looking at somebody, and you may think, well, you know, uh, you might see them in one way, but God may be trying to show you the whole, like I said, totality of them women you have to understand when you are dating a man you have to look at yourself as is this the man that will spiritually lead my home to Christ is he qualified is he responsible enough to lead my family to Christ without being coached or influenced by me that's something to think about Reach beyond the ceiling. You have to accept that. If he's not, leave him where he's at. Because what you're doing, if you try to make him somebody that he's not, you're going to frustrate him. You know, uh, that old Sam in incompatible relationship, you know, try to change somebody is like trying to teach a pig how to sing, and all you're going to do is yourself and irritate the pig same thing pertaining to matters of the heart why because you're getting him out of his element also you're trying to manipulate him into an element not for God but for you for your need your desire so like I said you have to examine yourself and your motives and if it's except if who he is and how he is right then and there Then you need to respect his wishes and allow him to be with someone that will respect who he is and how he is. So that's something to think about. In a few minutes, um, I'm going to get ready to go to the phone line. I see someone on the phone line. And I (laughs) I end up jotting some notes down and didn't get a chance to go through. All of them, but there's a couple of things I want to bring up, and also I have some scriptures that I'll share with you all. Like I said, looking at why are we attracted to that person, are we going by what we, you know, the looks, uh, the persona? Sometimes the person' reputation. Sometimes a, a person' reputation precedes itself. So a lot of times we get somebody on our team and there are some people They may be a great couple, great looking couple look like they're very compatible on the outside but like I said are they compatible within on the inside you know realizing that even if you try to be with someone that's not compatible with you a lot of times You're trying to create something that was not created. You're trying to create something that even God did not ordain. So, like I said, you're training your heart. Train your heart, what is love? What does love look like? And how does love behave? Get this, how does love behave? You know, we hear in the scripture, uh, you know, love is kind, love is... We hear all that. That's fine and dandy. But ultimately, love is trust. Ultimately, if a person loves you, they'll respect you. They will honor you unto God. Love is not trying to talk you out of your clothes. Love is not trying to talk you out of your panties. Love is covering you, praying for you. Love is praying for you even if you choose not to be with them. Love is loving God first and understanding before you're that potential girlfriend or boyfriend, you God's child first. Love is putting that person's needs before your wants. Love. Love is praying for the best interest of the person. Love is putting them before God at all times. But also, one of the things I believe, you being able to pray, I always say this, for those that are single, start praying for your future spouse right now. Start praying to God, cover them. But also understanding, along with all those things, we have to understand that it is our responsibility to guard our heart, protect our heart. And like I said, ask yourself, that person of interest that you're looking at, why are you watching them? Why are you wanting to pursue them? For the man, why are you pursuing her? Or for the lady, why do you want him to pursue you? What catches his attention to you, or what catches her attention? Why is that person catching your attention? Why is that person catching your attention? Like I said, the person that we choose to love says more about us than them. Are we the type that always want to control somebody? Do we want somebody we can control? Do we want somebody that we can just – just to have somebody to say we got somebody? Are you trying to have the type of relationship where you can help them, build them, so that way they can become the person that you want them to be? In other words, we call that the Mother Teresa syndrome or the Salvation Army love. You trying so badly – To be the rescue party or rescue team for somebody, that's not love. That's a mission. So we have to be real with ourselves and ask ourselves, why are we choosing even to help somebody when we try to love them at the same time? Like I said, you may want to help that person to be who you think they should be or you may want somebody to help you to be who you think you should be. Are you pursuing someone because you want them to help you? Are you pursuing someone because, you know, you're just, you're just tired of being alone. you just tired of, you know, not having someone. Are you just getting somebody just to have somebody? So, like I said, trust has to be what earned. One of the things I always say – to hold on to, especially after some of the situations I've been through. Lay hands suddenly on no man. That means don't give your approval to people who has not earned it. You know, don't easily give your right hand the fellowship to people when they have not earned that spot, that place in your life. And also, even in the Bible, it tells us don't give our pearls to swine. Our hearts are pure Our heart is, like I said Our heart is in a cage called the rib cage That's supposed to be protected By the God Who are the gods? We are Our Gods excuse me Our heart is not to protect us But it's us that's supposed to protect our hearts So we have to be Responsible enough To protect our hearts Which means that we gotta be responsible In who we choose within our hearts or around our heart. And also, in the Bible, it tells us, be thou unequely the yoked. Now, a lot of times, we just think, oh, that means you know, uh, a person that's saved got to be with somebody that that is saved. Lift the hear That's good. But you can get two saved people, and they're still incredible. You have to understand the type of person that you are and the type of person that that person is. So, just because be in the same church, love the Lord, and still be incompatible. So you have to be honest with yourself. But also we have to remember, even in the failed relationship that you've been in in the past, get this, hurtful can be helpful. Sometimes God will reveal the real character of a person, and if a person chooses to leave, that's not the end of the world. See, I found out. Sometimes a bad person or the un- incompatible person have to exit our life for God to lead the right one enter or into enter into our life. God has to exit the wrong person to enter the right person. Or God has to exit the wrong person to introduce us to the right person. But also Remember this, 1 Corinthians 6 and 12, listen, you have the right to choose the right person or the person in your life. Like I said, also, we got to understand in the people that we choose in our life, there are benefits and consequences. Are they coming with benefits or are they coming with consequences, residual consequences, a pattern of consequences over and in their lives?
2: So, understand,
1: when people say God will give you the desires of your heart, ask yourself, what is your heart condition and what are the desires of your heart? Your heart to ultimately be to please him. And then also ask yourself, huh, if God says this to one, would I be trusting God enough to accept that he said, uh, get this. Not only God knows your heart, but God made your heart. And quit saying that myth, well, you know, what's for me is for me. Yeah. What's for you is for you if you're in God's will. So understand, just like how God want to bless you, the devil want to curse you too. The devil want to curse you with a artificial blessing, but it's actually Take you out to break fellowship between you and God.
2: So understanding even if even if
1: you choose someone for your life that may be compatible, someone that may be the one that you feel like, you know what, this is something that I, I, I want to pursue this person. I want to pursue this person want to go forth. I want to I be in a relationship that's that's going to be right, that's, that's going to be honorable. That's fine and dandy. That's fine and dandy. But also, you have to ask yourself, what are you going to do? Is this something that's going to help you? Is this something that's going to benefit you? Is it's something that's going to help you to be the young lady or be the young man that God called you to be? So, understand, a lot of times, we're choosing people in our life that God did want us to be with or God did not want us to be with But are you willing to accept Are you willing to accept The answer that God has for you Right now we're going to go to the phone line Before we go in from. We're going to go to the phone line And let the person say Whatever they want to say Hello, welcome to Regenerate My Heart Podcast You're on the air How you doing today? Hello, welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. Okay, maybe that person just wanted to just listen. Okay, so when you're interested in someone, and a lot of times we may have high hopes, High desires, high dreams to be with that person. High hopes. But they may be the person that you want. But like I said, what you want and what you need are different things. But also, you have to understand, especially if you have children, especially if you have children. If you were single with no children, that's one thing. But you have children, even if it's just one child. You have to now make a decision, not just based upon yourself, but now with the interest of your child. See, there are some people,
2: they may be good. Excuse me. Get some water.
1: They may be a very good person but a very unfit parent or a p- potential step-parent. They may be qualified as a person for a relationship, but a disqualified person pertaining to parenting. So you have to accept that. <clears throat> See, when you have a child You have to put the child's needs before yours. So if you're just going by your wants instead of your need, then that means that you're going to omit your children's needs just to satisfy your wants. So you have to understand looking at things as a parent. Now, no longer just as a, you know, as a man looking for love. You got to look at yourself as a daddy looking for love. Or if you're that mother, that woman, you can't just look at yourself as I'm a young lady looking for love. No, you have to look at yourself as a mother looking for love. Always keep in mind your children, your children's best interests. And also, being real, also even as a minister, even as a minister, you have ministry. You have to understand that your ministry is always at stake, or always in the limelight. So let's just say if I end up dating somebody, me being a I say me being a pastor of a mega church, and I end up just dating anybody, and then all of a sudden, now it's on Facebook, it's on. TMZ, well, Pastor Prater has to cut the sermon short so he can bail out the first lady because she ended up snatching somebody up at the grocery store. She's a a fighter. She's a combative person. You know, we got to understand that. So with all of that being said, we have to understand that it's more. It's more than just, hmm. Well, I'm attracted to that person. No, 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 no. You have to understand with this person, listen, with this person, fulfill the need that you may have. Like I said, women, you're choosing your spiritual leader, you're choosing the spiritual, quote unquote, pastor of your home. But also, guys, Guys, you're choosing the conjugation for your home. Listen, as a man, a man that is a believer of Jesus Christ, you have to have a praying lady, a praying lady by your side. And I don't mean just praying when things are going bad. I don't mean praying as far as a panic prayer. No, we talking about someone that has a communication and a relationship with God. That's what prayer simply means communication. So for a man it's, listen, it's nothing more powerful than a praying man in the home. It's only one other thing that's more um, uh, powerful than a praying man in the home. It's a praying family. So if you're the type, if you're the young lady that's looking for love And you may have some desires that you may have. And let's just say that that person of interest might be right in front of you. Will this person drive you to Christ or drive you crazy? will Will that man be your answered prayers before you? Will that man be when you see him? You see the prayers that you've been throwing up before God. You see it into fruition right in front of you. Also, to the guys, you may be seeing that young lady. Is she your answered prayers to God? I'm not talking about somebody that's going to make you pray, make you have a relationship with God. No, no, no. You should do that yourself. It's not your responsibility. If each and every one have their own prayer life, relationship with God, when they come together, it it should not be a conflict. It should be like, get this, one times one, three times three, multiplies. It should not be a division. So with everything being said, exactly what is your interest examine what is your love language what does your heart say do you actually know what you want out of love out of a relationship do you know what you want is it biblically based would it lead you to Christ Would this something that would just fulfill your selfish need or would it fulfill the purpose and plan that God has for you? Would this person help you or hurt you? would this person would this person be a fit that would bring the family together that would be not just an asset to you but an asset to your children? Or would it frustrate your children? because a lot of times when we we'll be honest children, they can't lie. They may put on a facade. They may try to be happy for the mother. They may try to be happy for the father. But they can't hide who they really are and how they really feel. You need to sit down. You need to talk to the children. You need to see how they behave with the children. First of all, see how they are within themselves. Because some people don't allow your children to be crash test dummies or guinea pigs. If you know he's bad with children, then you don't need to be with him. But every time that you, every time there's always a problem between your children and him or your children and her, then that's a sign right there to let you know there's something going on. There may be a spiritual imbalance. There may be a spiritual war. God may be showing you in a spiritual realm. You know, cause like I said, we pick up on things. Kids pick up on things. Children pick up on things. Children pick up on people' ill motives, spirit. Kids can pick up. I don't know. I, they, they may not be able to verbally articulate as an adult, but the kids, I don't know. I don't trust I don't like him. I don't like him. Well, why not? I, I, I don't like him. Listen and ask God to listen, to reveal to you. It's too many. You know, I'm going to say it. it. It's too many. It's too many people that are hurting. Them. Too many people that are losing their lives. You know, uh, two, today, just today, I got a contact from my coworker and also one of my relatives today told me that one of their loved ones died of domestic violence. There's two people that I knew. Why well, One, I was head to the church, I got a text, and then the other, as I was leaving the church, I
4: found out.
1: I'm like, man. So we have to be careful who we choosing into our lives, into our hearts. Not everybody is qualified, but also, like I said, even examining who you're attracting, how you attract. Let's be real. So many people, they're looking for love. They want to relate. You know, they want, the re- they want the right man, but yet still, every time you see them on Facebook, they, you know, they talk about who they sleeping with. They talk about, you know, how they messing over, they cussing and all this stuff. But you're saying you want a real man. You want a good man. You want a God man. What are you putting off? What type of aroma or what you're using, luring a right man? you are attracting the wrong man you're attracting the kind of man <clears throat> you're attracting the kind of man that means you no good is the man that you're looking at is the man that you pursuing the person that you pursuing are they the type are they the type that they can be a representation to your children to your family this is something you have to examine listen
2: you have to examine. Examine the person.
1: Anytime somebody that has an ungodly motive, they're gonna hide. They they're not gonna see, they're not gonna be a person of integrity. You need people of integrity, you need people with ethics people with morals, people with respect. These are the kind of people that you need in your life. But like, like I said. Somebody, that is gonna, somebody that's gonna somebody gonna help you even raise your children. Someone that don't mind even when times get hard. Because in marriage times get hard, but they're not the one that's creating the problem that they solve the problem. When there is a pro see, when you hurt, he hurts. When you hurt, she hurts. They don't say it's us against the world. Even if it's us against the world, they're not turning down your team. They're not going out and slipping around, and then coming home and infecting their home. Because, like I said, this is a spiritual. This is a spiritual war. This is a spirit thing going on. So they're not trying to uh, uh, turn the home that God is building up. Examine the type of person that you like, the type that you're interested in, the type of person that you say you love. Why do you love them? If nothing else, ask yourself, Why? Why are you interested? What drives you to that type of person? Why is that person so um, appealing to you? Why are these type of per- why type of people appealing to you. These are some of the things that we have to ask. This is male or female. Save or unsave. X. Be real with yourself. And like I say, write things down, journalize things down, ask yourself questions. Example yourself. Be real with yourself. And once you do that, I think you can be able to give something to God to help you choose wise. God wants us to no longer deal with relationships that's doomed for failure, that we end up having to cover a failed relationship, crying over a failed relationship when God is letting us know how to care. I'm telling you from the very beginning, this is not the person to pursue. Uh, that's not the type of person to pursue because that person is ready, that person not committable. That person, they say they want a relationship. They don't want a no relationship. They just want convenience. Or uh, this person, man, right there, he's unstable. He don't want no relationship. He not looking for a wife. He looking for a girlfriend. He looking for a chick for benefits. Or he wants somebody that uh that won't hold him responsible. He wants somebody he can just control, manipulate, con. He wanna he wanna waste your time. These are the kind of things that we need to talk to God and God will reveal so we won't end up wasting our time with people that mean us no good. And especially, especially you're in a believer of Jesus Christ, one of the
2: things I always say to the women,
1: you are God's spiritual daughter. And God wants you to be in a relationship that's going to be helpful, that's going to be healthy, that's going to be beneficial, that's going to drive you closer to him. But also, God wants you to be with someone that will be his spiritual son. So that way, God's spiritual son and God's spiritual daughter can come together and meet. But if you just choose anybody, and they ain't even saved, they ain't even delivered, and they still play in the devil's playground, then that means that he's the devil's spiritual son. And if you choose to be with the devil's spiritual son as your potential husband or your boyfriend or your boo, then you're going to let Satan be your spiritual father-in-law. So I want you to think about that. And also that goes for the guys, too. Talk to the guys about you dating the devil's spiritual daughter. So I want you to examine that. Why are we interested in the people that we're choosing? What drives us to like these type of people? Like I said, if it's a roughneck. Oh, well you know, I love the assignment, to thrill the thrill you you're a thrill seeker. Well if you're a thrill seeker, go to six flags. That had that did not pertain to your heart, especially putting your heart at risk, putting your life at risk, putting your children, putting your family life at risk. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. The grave is too full people who didn't count up the cost or the consequences you know, I'm tired I'm tired of going to my job I work in the jailhouse I'm tired of going to the jailhouse and I'm seeing more guys come up in there because of domestic violence but then instead of going to the trial they don't make it to trial because the one that they done beat up is bailing them out of bail and don't want to press the charges and then either way the state going to pick it up but they fight the state instead of speaking up for themselves in fighting the person that assaulted them, that beat up them. And then what happens? You give him permission to continue it again. Anytime it happened once, chances are it would happen again. And don't ever think, well, you know, uh, I, I, I blame myself. But it was my fault. It's not your fault. You're not responsible for people's actions. So ask yourself, is it worth it? It's not worth it. It's not worth it. There is no reason for an assault, for a fight. Grown people to be fighting. I, I may, I'll be real with you. Grown people need to keep their hands to themselves. I had, when I was younger, I had somebody tell me, well, if my man don't hit me, he don't love me, and I'm so glad I'm not with her. It ain't worth it. We already, as men, it's already bad enough, crazy enough, hard enough to even provide, even do the things that you need to do just in a normal basis. But as men, you got to have somebody on your team that's like-minded. Women, you got to have a man that's visionary. You got to have somebody on your team. Be with compatible people. Like I said, not just pertaining to your faith or salvation. But even the mindset, the mindset—if all they see is right in front of them, and not even three feet down—you gotta accept that. You need somebody that's compatible with you. Somebody don't don't mind going, going there, going the extra mile. Somebody that don't mind being committed, committed to God, and committed to the purpose and plan that God has for you, and vice versa. So that's something I want you to consider when it comes down to matters of the heart. Think about it. And also, as we get ready, you know, I know this might have been a little bit longer than anticipated, but I really felt that it was needed. Sorry for shaking the camera. I really felt it was needed. You know, This is Super Sunday, and this is the time for us to be able to look at ourselves because either way, this Super Sunday, we got to ask ourselves, are we allowing ourselves to be the men that God called for us to be on this Super Sunday? This is the Super Sunday. I want you to evaluate yourself. To the ladies, I want you to evaluate yourself. Ask yourself. Are you ready for the love that God has for you? And if you receive anything less, no longer put up with it anymore. For the men, are you ready for the right relationship that God has for you? Are you ready to quit selling? Women, are you willing to quit selling? It's best to wait for the right one than to rush to the wrong one. Ask, ask God right now the relationship that you're in right now. Are you considering pursuing? Is that the one that God has for you? I promise you. You verbally talk to God, He'll let you know. I promise you. He'll let you know. So, right now, if there's anything that may be on our heart and our mind, we're going to give it to God. There's anything that may be uh, on our hearts that Maybe concerning us, we're gonna give it to God right now. So, just in case those who may be watching and say, "You know what, God? You know I made some mistakes in the past. God, would you forgive me?" Yes, God will forgive you. God will not only dry up every tear and wash your tears from your eyes, but God will wash the sin you have committed. Even if you have slept with someone before you got married, if you committed fornication or adultery, repent to God. Talk to God. God want to forgive you, but also God wants you to forgive yourself. And just in just case, someone who may be watching, who may be going through, you know, what did my son do to be saved? Romans 10 and 9 tells us that thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ thy Savior, and believe in the heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. You don't have to wait you don't have to wait in the wrong relationship anymore where you can trust God for the right relationship and know that God has not forgotten about you. Don't think that, well, you know, I've been wasting my time and uh, I've been waiting wasting. God hasn't forgotten about you, so don't rush. Know that no matter what we're dealing with in our life, God cares. God cares. God cares about each other person. God cares about you. Those who have been frustrated, those who may feel like, you know, God may have forgotten about me, he hasn't forgotten about you. The devil don't want you to think that, so you can rush to the wrong relationship and get that just because you see nobody does not mean that there's nobody around. You may not see anybody physically, but God might be working something behind the scene and grooming your husband or grooming your wife. But thank God in advance right now. So those who may have something that they want to pray about, we're gonna give everything to God right now. The Bible tells us, cast all of our cares upon Him because He cares for us. And also Matthew six and thirty three says, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness.
4: And
1: uh, uh, excuse me, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I forgot one verse uh, I was meaning to say earlier. 1 Corinthians 9 and 27, I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Putting your body unto subjection. In other words, God has given you control over your body, over your flesh. has given to you. And remember this, there's no temptation that God has ever sent that he did not make a way of escape. But all so, a lot of times, God did not send the temptation we're dealing with, we bring it upon ourselves. But even with that, let God help you and help you to overcome whatever you're dealing with. Damn the Father we be coming to you right now, God. Thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. Be coming to you right now, God. we acknowledge your presence on today. God be coming to you right now, God. We need you like never before. God. God, we ask God to help us. God, be the men that you call for us to be. Be the ladies you call for us to be. God, God, we ask God to help those God who are seeking a relationship, seeking for love. For love. God, we're speaking that you help us, God, to be able to trust you, God. God, develop the relationship and the love that you have for us. And God, help us, God, not only to exhibit the same love back to you, God, but also the love that we have within ourselves, God, and for ourselves. God, we ask you to help God, help us, God, and lead us to the right relationship, God. Lead us to a healthy relationship, and God, we speak God for those someone that may be dealing with things that are godly, God. God, who may feel sorry, God, who may want to repent, help them to forgive themselves, God. God, help them understand, God, if they cast in, if they acknowledge the thing to you, God. Not only you can forgive them, God, but God help them to forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. And we bind everything the devil stands for. We send it back to the business of hell in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, what you're going to do. We thank you, Lord, for the marriages. We thank you, Lord, for the question that's coming from this. God, we thank you, Lord, for the testimony that's coming from this right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for everything you've done, everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name, we, we say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and every one who uh, tuned in and Support this program. If you have any suggestions on future topics, feel free to contact me on Facebook. I'm Brother Prater, B R O T H E R, P.S. and Paul, R A, and Tom, E R. Also, in case you find me on Facebook, please also inbox me to let me know that you support this program. And that way I can get a chance to know who you are and say, on Facebook, you re- you can read my daily devotions and videos on my page. Also, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Brother Prater, or you can go to my website at www.brotherprater.org. You can read my daily devotion, to upcoming events, and personal appearances. Also, you can go to the section of my book where you can purchase my book A Few Good Men Past the God of Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men of the needs and responsibilities towards their families, children, spouse, or children's mother, regardless if they're with them or not. Also to inform women the needs of men and to give single women the quality of a potential future husband and or father to present or future children. Also, I want to pray for each and every one who may be going through something right now, especially to the grief. We thank you all for watching and listening to Reconnect My Heart. I want to thank each and every one who took out the time on this Super Sunday. God bless you and good night. Thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you and good night.